Hi, my name's Owen, and I'm a big Paris Saint-Germain fan. This series of podcasts will give you the inside story on some of the key moments in the history of our great club. Paris et Magique, the podcast that brings the history of PSG to life. You can't separate Paris Saint-Germain from its famous stadium, the Parc des Princes. To celebrate the stadium's 50th anniversary, let's talk about the history of this legendary venue. Le Parc est magique. Imagine. It's the 23rd of January, 1977, and we're at the Parc des Princes for match day 22 in the league championship. We're all set for what should be a rather run-of-the-mill encounter between PSG and newbies to Ligue 1, Laval. PSG are only in their third season in the French top flight, while just six months ago, Laval became the first ever French amateur team to be promoted to a professional championship. PSG are on a five-game unbeaten run and sit fifth in the league. Each side has struggled to find top form this season, so no one's expecting a thriller. But football can be a funny old game sometimes. 34,000 supporters have flocked to the stadium to see their teams play, and the Parc des Princes stands have rarely been as full. Defender Jean-Marc Pilonger recalls the sparse crowds that PSG were used to at the time. We often played in a pretty empty stadium. Let's be honest, the results were inconsistent. At times we'd hit top form and then we'd have a bang average game against mediocre opposition. In any case, I witnessed the beginnings of the PSG support base, the real fans, so to speak. It was really great to see, you know? There are some unlikely guests in the form of prominent French politicians among the crowd today. 1977 is a special year for the French capital city. In March, municipal elections for the Paris mayor's office will be held for the very first time since the French Revolution. Famous fashion designer Daniel Hector has been club president since the summer of 1974, when the club secured promotion to France's top division for the first time. Today, he has invited several of the mayoral candidates to the Parc des Princes to see PSG play Laval. Not all of them show up, but it's a sign of how strong Hector's reputation is that he can attract VIPs to the park. He knows that PSG will need the support of city authorities in order to build the club up over the coming years. Daniel Hector, a few months after the elections, explained how aware he was of his own influence. If I'd stood for election in 1977, I would have won. I was hugely popular. I was the guy who'd brought top-level football to Paris. Before the new stadium was built, you'd only have rugby games there, and the rest of the time, you'd see farm animals grazing. I was a legend to a lot of the fans. Meanwhile, in the dugout today, the PSG coach is Valibor Vasovic, a young and audacious Yugoslav with an impressive playing career behind him. He initially moved to France from Partizan Belgrade in January 1975 to coach Angers. From the moment he arrived at Angers, he made his presence felt with a memorable introductory speech. 
I've got two pockets. In the left one, there's a business card. It reads, Vasovic, football coach, European Cup winner with Ajax, libero in the Yugoslav national team and winner of 16 league titles in a 17-year playing career. Probably none of you are ever going to come close to achieving what I have. That's my resume. You can't do anything about that. In my other pocket is my wallet. If you don't do what I tell you, and we don't get good results, you're hitting me in my wallet, and I won't stand for that. Vasovic subsequently led Angers to the Division II title and moved to PSG. Once in Paris, he was a little more concise and got straight to the point. If we don't qualify for the European Cup, I'm quitting. Vasovic, yeah, he was a bit of an odd chap. I saw him as being a little surly. But when you got closer, when you came face to face with him, he was a totally different guy. And he helped me a lot on the psychological side of things. He wanted to mark his territory right away and to show what he was about. Yeah, that much was clear right away. Jacques Laposte recalls the impact the Yugoslav coach had. When he turned up, things changed because he was very meticulous. He really wanted us to follow his instructions, down to the last detail. It was a lot better. Back here at the park for PSG Laval, and Vasovic has chosen an attacking lineup featuring Jean-Pierre Tocoto, Mustafa Dahleb, Jacques Laposte, Philippe Redon, and the returning Francois Mpele. With 35 minutes on the clock, Mpele gets his name on the score sheet, turning home centre-back Piloget's low-drilled cross from the right flank. PSG aren't able to extend their lead before half-time, but after the break, the floodgates open. First, Dahleb puts the opposing keeper on his backside with a devilish dummy and slots the ball into the empty Laval net. Then he turns assist maker, slipping Takoto through, who makes it 3-0. The Parc des Princes erupts, the team are playing champagne football and the Parisians are still hungry for more. Mustafa Daleb is undoubtedly the star of the show and before long he's on target again. Faced with two defenders in the penalty area, he tricks his way past them with a silky shimmy. The goalkeeper makes a desperate attempt to dive at Daleb's feet, but it's too late. The striker has already dinked the ball over him and he's reeling away in celebration. The crowd, once more, goes wild. With Moose, there were so many memories. He'd have so many tricks up his sleeve. Technically speaking, he was so good. His footballing brains were just way above the average. And then as a guy too. Yeah, he was just a decent bloke. I've always said of all the players I played alongside throughout my whole career, there were two who were just miles ahead of me. And that was Moose and Safet. That's how I see it anyway. Mustafa was the kind of player that would have been a star if he'd played in another era. 
Dahleb will end up the club's top scorer this season with 22 league goals. He'll also be named the PSG Player of the Season, a feat he will repeat next season. To this day, Mustafa Dahleb is still among PSG's top 10 all-time goalscorers. A final Jackie Laposte goal in the closing stages brings the match to an end. The club's talented African contingent have really left their mark on the evening's events, accounting for four of the five PSG goals. Vasovic is effusive in his praise of the team's five-star performance. That was our best game of the season so far. My strikers gave everything they've got. Of course, I want us to finish as high as possible. By the start of March, I reckon we'll know whether finishing top three is a realistic aim. However, this time, for the first time, the fans haven't come to see Saint-Étienne, Rennes or Reims play. Instead, they are here just to watch PSG and get behind the Rouge et Bleu as one. At the time, people would mostly come out of curiosity to see if we were any good. Then they started realizing, actually, yeah, there are some talented players in this time. From then on, they'd be chanting, Ali Paris, Ali Paris, and so on. I'd say at the start, we were getting spectators in rather than fans. As a city, Paris has always been known for its entertainment shows. And our matches were just another kind of show among many. That was what drew people in. It was like a day out, really. And then at some point, we noticed these little groups always gathering. The same guys at each game. They started making their presence felt. Mostly at home, but sometimes for away games too. Yeah, I definitely noticed the emergence of true supporters at PSG. PSG will finish ninth this season, but the Parc des Princes side have won over the hearts of many supporters. Le Parquet Magique is a Paris Saint-Germain podcast produced by Baba Bam. It was written by Melina Boetti and my name is Owen Thomas. Mm-hmm.